0: This is the Humarian Health Podcast.
1: Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours.
0: And you want to spill your guts today?
1: <laughs> I would, actually. I feel like maybe this one will be longer than other podcasts, maybe. We have a lot to talk about today.
0: Are you telling me ahead of time you're gonna be talking all the time?
1: I'm not gonna be talking all the time. I feel like you might be. But yeah, you know, when we easy. get when we get Bentley on at the end for the gut check to mm-hmm. see if the facts yeah, yeah. and the research really just kind of prove out, yep. I think that's maybe where we'll have a yeah, little bit of I think we time. gotta
0: have the shutdown button. Okay. Shut
1: down. <laughs> the a electrical
0: thing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> can that's we, enough. Can we Nobody understands that? that. I think
1: maybe if we pause this right now, I can probably <clears throat> get that button rigged up in <laughs> no time <clears throat> at all.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. I'd like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would like to talk about probiotics.
0: Probiotics. (laughs) Is there a definition we could go off of? Because I work so much better with definitions.
1: (laughs) I've heard that our off-camera researcher has come up with a definition. Actually, I Googled it. Did you? Google knows everything, Google Brain, right? I like it. So according to Google, a.k.a. the site that it took me to, um, it says that probiotics are live bacteria and yeasts, didn't know that, Um, that are good for your health, especially your digestive system, and that we usually think of bacteria as something that causes disease, but your body's actually full of bacteria both good and bad so probiotics are often called good bacteria because they keep your gut healthy hmm. live
0: sounds a little scary
1: um, a little bit and the, yeah and the whole yeast thing i have not to get off track right out of the game yeah but i didn't oh. have any idea that yeast was involved in that i've always heard bacteria
0: good or bad right yeah. good or bad can yeah. be good or
1: bad yeah
0: probiotics confusing I know that's the major problem. Yes. Most of the listeners are going to be confused about what probiotics are, what they're not, what's good, what isn't, and what the need is. But it sounds like we have to have.
1: Uh, It would sound that way. It was interesting because I reached out to some of my social networking people just to ask the question because, I mean, I've seen commercials for probiotics. You see them on the store shelf. You see them... In the refrigerated section and mm-hmm. not and at the I mean you kind of everywhere now, mm-hmm. right? Oh,
0: kombucha, yeah.
1: um yogurt, that. yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, all that right? stuff. So just to say, mm-hmm. you know, what questions do you have? Because I feel like I have questions, but maybe they're only my questions mm-hmm. and everybody else has this all figured mm-hmm. out. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of interesting, right? Because one of the biggest questions that came back was, and this is more related to children mm-hmm. um and kids, is somebody had said, you know, I'm always asking myself, does my child need to need probiotics how do i know if they need them how long should they be on them i mean it's the whole context of the question of do i supplement with a probiotic or yogurt or whatever or i not? guess it
0: depends on who you talk to right you go to one doctor he says never the other doctor says oh my gosh you got everybody's got to have it right mm-hmm. i think the confusion is mm-hmm. extensive but worst answer is it depends
1: right exactly on what, on what? then you'll
0: even mom with depends on what Right. Which kid? Do I need it? Does dad need it? How much is it? Who makes a good one? Dad doesn't need it. <laughs> Very, right. We don't care about dad. He could be gone. That's right. okay, just he send sl- the money. Okay, just send the drink. money. That's all. <laughs> that's, I think they put murine in and something uh, bad happens bad there. But probiotics, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think dad needs them.
1: Yeah, I do I take too. Them, actually. I, take so, them. I do too. So, yeah, the other questions that came kind of back in the conversation were so do I take them all the time? Or do I just take them certain times? And if I do, like if I'm on an antibiotic or my stomach doesn't feel good, so I take it for a little while, then I stop? Or is it a a thing that I take forever, right?
0: So patients that I have commonly will ask the exact same question. I usually keep them on it consistently. And the reason why I keep them on it consistently is simply because there's so many offenders out there. Uh, later we'll bring in our uh, genius IQ <laughs> remarkable research guru that will explain in detail but I support exactly what he's saying and 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 I usually reiterate that with our patients so they feel comfortable with the idea that long-term use is probably a good preventative measure because that's the big issue is what's preventative and what's wasting my right.
1: mind well and so a couple of seconds ago you also said there are lots of offenders right and so I think of offenders as maybe eating not well or whatever right it is it is but it sounds like Like meats that have
0: probiotics i mean that have antibiotics in it chickens beef pork they have actually there's actually a what is it it's a specific amount that the federal government mandates that the farmers have to give their animals even if they don't need it so it's getting into the meat, then you eat it, it affects your gut. So we know that. I We have to get the numbers on that. We should have our fact, should, checker.
1: fact checker. Fact checker. Fact checker. Anywho. Anywho.
0: So what else? Is the product actually live? Is it valuable? Do you need billions? Do you not need billions? Millions of questions, right? Not billions, billions of questions? questions. Wait, could, Millions could, of could, questions. exactly <laughs> Exactly. Right. Yeah. So kids, though, safety-wise, that's the other thing. All moms are worried about safety. I heard that a lot. Can it hurt them? Mm -hmm. Can I overtake it? Or Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but usually when you're looking at natural things that are good for you, usually a little bit more is good, but we don't want to be too American and take gazillions of them, of billions, Billions. but not gazillions, right? (laughs) That's right. Um, So I think that's one thing to consider.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think any mom is concerned about what they're going to put into their child Mm -hmm. and Will it help more than it hurts? Will it hurt more than it helps? And, and we so, talk about yeah.
0: kids all the time, but how about the old folks?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I didn't mean to say old folks. Okay. People over fifty. I'm over fifty. <laughs> people over sixty. Okay, <laughs> those are old folks. Those are so what older make? folks. What does that make my And folks when I'm who are sixty, over it's over seventy. We're talking about. Okay, oh, that's right, what I'm thinking. Right. awesome. So probiotics, confusion of money, where to buy them, how to use them, how long to use them. I think we're getting a list.
1: Oh, a big list. Yeah. We should maybe bring in our what you call him? Super expert, awesome guru person. We got to come up with a name. We do. Or names. Sultan. No, Sultan, no, Sultan of it.
0: medical research. Dr. Ryan Bentley, our MD and PhD, DC, and there's others behind it, but I I can't remember. To
1: say them. Is that pretty much the whole alphabet. <laughs> it actually, Yes. Really is the so, whole alphabet. So we'll call genius, him Ryan, the Alphabet Superman. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> Ryan.
0: Doctor
1: Alphabet. The, soup. Dr. alphabet.
0: Dr. Ryan Bentley. <laughs>
1: He's like, I'm out.
0: Join us. We need help because we got questions. We have absolutely no idea what's going on. And I guess the first thing
1: is: is it good? Is it bad to have probiotics? Um, I mean, yeah. To me, I think that like the big Stop. overarching question is: is taking a probiotic supplement necessary? Uh-huh. Okay. And then all of the sort of surrounding questions around that. If yeah, is, yogurt. Yeah. What would it
0: help prevent? Yeah. What would it help Stop. if you take those type of things? Okay. What's
1: that?
0: Need you smack. It. <laughs> They'll have that noise. Can we oh, mute.
1: oh man! Yeah, I can't cut her off yeah. like that. So, gut check. that. Oh, we got another sound bite. I like that. Um, so, is taking a probiotic supplement necessary?
2: Oh, are we starting? Yeah.
0: yeah. I oh, I thought you a, Did you do an intro? I mean, just because I mean, the we'll fact go back check guy's it. taking a nap, it doesn't mean you get to.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's not taking a nap. He went to the bathroom. Oh, no, he? He oh yeah, six
0: times. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's oh talk my God! You're
1: killing me. You're killing me with the sound editing <laughs> here. Yeah, come on, sports. Just watching the trailer. Like <laughs> <it. laughs> peanut gallery. That's it. Peanut gallery. You're out of here. All right. Okay. That was the question. That was the question. We, that was your setup. Do you needed. A...
2: Oh, I forgot what you asked.
1: <laughs> Did your wife say that to you when you proposed to I her? Got I I like, forgot. ask me again. I forgot what time. you asked. The question was the like overarching question. I think to sort of drive the gut check part of our conversation mm-hmm. is. Is taking a probiotic supplement necessary?
2: It's a great question. Um, diving into your original definition of probiotics, where you seem shocked about yeast, um, I think it's important to kind of identify what's exactly in our gut. And so while well, there are... tacos. What's that? <laughs> besides tacos. Besides tacos, McDonald's, <laughs> Dairy Queen, whatever. Um, now we're giving promos for all these bad companies. I know, companies. yeah. Er, right? I really we'll really go bleep, doing bleep, bleep, bleep.
1: That's why I went with tacos, which is, you know, generic.
2: Generic, whatever. (laughs) Okay, so when it comes to the gut, you know, we have 10 times as many bacteria in our gut as we do cells in our body. And we have over 100 trillion cells in our body. And we have 10 times that amount of bacteria. But also in our gut, we have viruses, we have yeast, and we have fungi. Now, I'm not talking like some little guy that's funny running around in your gut, <laughs> but like a fungus.
1: You still so went there. I was totally going to like, <laughs> anyway. But I, uh, uh. All right. So, anyway, you were talking about being a fun guy.
2: Okay. So, I am a fun guy. And... Uh, fun guy. All right. So, going back Ooh, to that. So bravo. What probiotics ultimately do is they help keep the population of microbes in check, essentially. Hmm. So, when you have a balance of good bacteria in the gut... Everything else kind of stays at bay. You have roughly eighty-five percent good bacteria, fifteen percent "quote unquote" bad bacteria, um, and
1: yeasts and fungus all and the time. All like the you time. always have some bad in general. In there. Yeah, okay. in general, it's just if
0: they get past that eighty-five, fifteen, we get worried.
2: Yeah, and there are things that there are multiple things that can create an imbalance, what we would call dysbiosis. And dysbiosis can be... got look that up. Create, uh, yeah. uh, dysbiosis is an imbalance of the microbiome, So oh, okay. where you have overgrowth of, say, yeast. So a lot of times, women that will take an antibiotic, they will end up getting a yeast infection. And why is that? It's because the antibiotic doesn't know friend from foe, and so it kills all bacteria, essentially. I mean, it doesn't eradicate your body completely of bacteria, but it gets rid of some of the key ones, like Lactobacillus acidophilus. And if you get rid of that, well, now it allows yeast to start to overgrow. So kind of like spiders keep the insect population at check, the good bacteria keep the bad bacteria and fungus and viruses and things in check as well. So if you take an antibiotic, it can disrupt that balance if you eat foods that um, have antibiotics in them then that can disrupt your flora. Mm-hmm, see you
1: did. I said Yeah,
2: yeah so Dr. Benzer, you, 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 you referenced
1: that. You've so. moved up to a D.
2: Thank you. i just trying to get out of the F market. <laughs> so, and then the other aspect is, is that these bacteria need to be fed. And so the food that we eat, you can eat a balanced, healthy diet of fruits and vegetables, and that will oftentimes feed the bacteria, the good ones, to grow properly. Why can't it feed the bad bacteria? It can feed the bad bacteria if you're eating bad foods. That's what they have a tendency to start to grow on. But the but infants, nobody marks it that way. It's just weird. They don't say, here's the bad
0: food that feeds the bad bacteria.
2: It's very confusing. It is confusing. And it's, one, because the research is so, so much in its infancy right now that we're coming out with new stuff every day. <laughs> and we're learning more and more about, every day, about it every day because it, ultimately the gut health relates to everything in our body. Um, you can, the neurotransmitters that are created in the gut, 95% of the neurotransmitters. So when people hear the word serotonin, you know, that's the happy, feel good chemical, right? And 95% of it's made in the gut. Only 5% is in the brain. So I don't think any any of our listeners have any idea that that's what's going on. And I'm just
1: wondering if the chocolate cookies that I ate made serotonin in my gut. Possibly, (laughs) is that how that works? I'm kind of
0: betting they killed all the (laughs) good bacteria that make the serotonin. Oh, oh,
1: I see. Well, and that's that's where you're a
2: little touchy. And
1: that's why, and that's why I felt bad about myself after I ate the box of chocolate cookies. Is that?
2: I have a bad serotonin switch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if it's you know, and you can eat junk food, and it can create an imbalance of bad bacteria, and now Mm -hmm. it will create the change in chemical messengers in your gut that will go systemically throughout your entire body. So that's where people have related gut issues with depression, anxiety. Um, plenty of research on those things, looking at the gut and how it transposes over. Everywhere from how gut health is related to uh, neuropsychiatric disorders, um, eating disorders such as anorexia, um, other things such I as. I got a lot of friends that need this. I got a lot of friends. Psychiatric problems. Psychiatric. Kidding. <laughs> but you know,
0: honestly, when you hear some of those lists, I think that's what gets some people confused because they don't really realize how important this is. Like patients will say, well, I have my yogurt every day, so I'm probably getting what I need, right? What says you? Uh, When it
2: comes to yogurt specifically? Yeah, yeah.
0: How many you have to have and
2: what type's good and is yogurt good enough? Okay. Um, Well, when it comes to yogurt... In its most natural form is when it is best, because you've got these live cultures of bacteria. However, for yogurt to get on the market, it has to be pasteurized. Well, when you pasteurize something, what do you do? You kill everything in it. So then what do they do is they add bacteria back into it. Usually these bacteria are freeze-dried, so they're kind of in a static, dormant state. But now you put it in a liquid, and they rehydrate, so to speak. And now they're alive, and they eat what they call fructooligosaccharides, which is basically the geeky oh, term. Well. Yeah. I like that. It's, it's basically a nerd term for food, for the bacteria. That. I think I was going to um, use I that, that. Nerd, name my child. Nerd term. I nerd term. I like I've it. got nerd plenty term. of nerd terms. And then Excellent. the other, the more um, maybe consumer-friendly term is prebiotic. Mm. And so this prebiotic uh, right, is in there. One. But what happens is that these bacteria are alive when they put them in there. And now that yogurt goes and sits on the shelf, And it sits there for however long. And by the time you get it, some of them have already died off because they've eaten up the food. If there's no food for them to eat anymore, they die. So those with sugar in them, they're (laughs) eating the sugar and die. Yes.
0: So unless you're eating the plain yogurt, it's likely that you don't get as much probiotic in
2: it. yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it comes to a number of issues that we can talk about. Um, when it comes to well, do these bacteria even survive the stomach acid? Mm-hmm. You know, because the stomach acid is—that's our first line of defense against bacteria and other microbes—is the stomach acid. It's—it's it's designed to when we swallow our mucus and our saliva and all the bacteria that's in our mouth from our food and our hands and everything that's around our mouth goes right into the stomach, and the stomach acid kills it. So, um, but that's a whole other topic in of itself. Yep, we'll have to do that sometime. I think that'd be interesting.
0: So let's go back to yogurt real quickly, Dr. Bentley, because you, you really hit some highlights, and I think people just aren't tying in. So number one is if it's pasteurized, okay, that causes some issues because we the good bacteria that was even in the milk before isn't in there, right? Mm-hmm. Then right. if there's sugar in there, it overgrows, and a lot of it eats what's there, and it dies. Correct. And then it sits on the shelf for a period of time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then it's got the stomach acids that create a problem. Am I hearing that mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, my, I, my understanding is fact checker came in and said, hey, you got to have eight of these just to get a full
2: serving of the probiotic you need. Is that about right from the science? Yeah. I mean, that's a good average uh, depending upon what's truly being put in the yogurt. And the other thing that you got to consider is that most companies, they're going to put in just one probiotic or maybe two. Okay. Or they want to get really technically um, savvy, I guess, and really market that they have diversity They may put in eight bacteria in there. And you're like, oh, again, in America, more is better. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, they're going to see that and be like, hey, this is pretty diverse, which is great because you don't want to just overpopulate with one probiotic and take the same probiotic over and over for the rest of your life. Because if you do that, you're giving, let's just say, lactobacillus acidophilus and bifidobacterium. You're just taking that probiotic, um, that blend, and you just take it every day. Well, what have you done now? You've created an imbalance um, which is again defined as dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of the bacteria. Okay, the so
0: body. using the same yogurt over and over and over and over—that's only
2: got a single probiotic—is another issue to look for. Potentially, you know, consider okay. you know what we start to consider the fact: does it actually get into the gut live? Mm-hmm. Because when it starts to let's say when you when you don't eat yourself, do you have a lot of energy? Not typically, especially after a couple of days, you get start to get fatigued, and you start to get weak. Your workouts not the same anymore. And the same thing, these bacteria, if they lose their food because they're no longer in a static state, that they're alive, these bacteria, um, if they start to lose their food, well, guess what? They get weak, too. If they get weak, they become more vulnerable. If they're more vulnerable, it doesn't take as much stomach acid to kill them off. Okay. Makes sense. So, yogurt. Major
0: point. From the consumer side, anything else about yogurt? We better tell moms.
1: No, I think that's great. So, circling back around to the original question, which is, is taking a probiotic supplement Necessary. Do you well, we've, say? We've, we've yeah. Talk, yeah.
2: My answer yeah. is absolutely. The research indicates that it is necessary um, in certain instances, and it just depends upon each person um, as to their weaknesses and their strengths of their body, what kind of environment their body is in, what kind of uh, health issues do they have. Mm-hmm. How many um, antibiotics they've been on in their lifetime? Yeah, if they've been, been on antibiotics, life? what's their diet like? Yep. So there's definitely a time and place. And um, is there a blanket answer that absolutely everybody and their brother and sister and everybody needs to take it? My answer is mm, no, because if someone's living a lifestyle that allows their body to function normally, um, they're eating the healthy life, living the healthy lifestyle, eating the right types of foods, that they're probably going to have a normal balance. I've met one of those. I know I've met one. Just of those. one so person. Study. One just. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: it's really hard to find them, right? It's hard to find yeah. people that, that many people are actually living. Now, there are many that are trying, but the confusion of information is really what we're trying to get cleaned up here.
2: Right. And, and the reality is, is that people want to supplement with products to supplement their bad lifestyle, where the lifestyle should really be our focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are situations that you're in an environment that you know, let's say that the mother ends up having an emergency C-section mm-hmm. so the child could stay alive. Mm-hmm. Well, that child is not going to get the normal probiotics that they typically would have gotten going through the vaginal tract in a vaginal birth delivery. And if that child happens to be formula fed as opposed to breastfed, that changes the whole dynamic of the population of flora that happens to that child. So in that case, Absolutely, research indicates that a child like that would absolutely need to take a probiotic. And I wonder how many of our listeners might have had that situation and probably
0: aren't doing it because how many docs are actually recommending it? So let's just talk a little bit more about
2: probiotics and just kind of what's some of the things that helps prevent in, in your experience. Um, help prevent and also has been shown in, to be a benefit are mm-hmm. situations such as constipation and diarrhea, uh, without question. Eczema, which are skin reactions, Um, you know, in my training as a physician, oftentimes if you see a skin uh, rash or an irritation such as eczema, um, psoriasis, which is an autoimmune condition, a lot of these things stem from gut issues. And so you can see whenever a gut issue expresses itself, you often can see that through the skin. Makes sense. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, so, is gas in there? Because I could use some help. There. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You could. I'm the first the room's admit really I could use, Yeah, it's a small room. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> if you of fans,
1: uh, yeah. mm-hmm. If
2: you have an imbalance of bacteria, um, specifically more bad bacteria, and you get ones that have a tendency to ferment certain foods uh, more, you can create an off gas in there, which can create more bloating as well. So, gas and bloating, absolutely, probiotics help with that. Um, it can help with behavioral issues, as we were talking earlier about. Um, psychiatric disorders such as anxiety and depression and how the neurotransmitters from the gut spill over into the brain and most of them are made in the gut. We, too. we have to do a show just on that.
0: Yeah, I, Honestly, yeah. I think that's totally misunderstood. Hardly ever covered. I don't mm-hmm. see much on it and yeah. I don't even think it's even thought of in psychology and psychiatry.
1: Yeah, when we reached I out really to our not. mommy groups there was a lot of questions about Diet and probiotic supplementation well and kids, behavioral right? issues, ADHD, yeah, yeah, be and all oh kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. So, ADHD, yeah, absolutely. To, <clears throat> and and, you know,
2: even people with uh, children in the autism spectrum, the gut health is huge there. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way to inflammatory bowel disease, such as Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, to mm-hmm. irritable bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so How about GERD?
0: does Acid reflux, things like that.
2: Absolutely. The list goes on. Um, mm-hmm. It really, to me, ultimately health and wellness, the portal of that to our health and vitality is the gut and the gastrointestinal system in of itself because it's technically considered still outside the body uh think of a donut and with a donut hole in the middle mm-hmm. you stick your finger in the middle of the hole you're still outside that donut but now you stick it in the dough and the ring part now you're in the donut well think of the donut itself as the body which most americans <laughs> sometimes it's we've got to look like a donut um but if we're not eating the healthy lifestyle, <laughs> so if... I was wondering but, where you
1: were going with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. No, I like it. So, <laughs>
2: but ultimately, I mean, if you tilt your head back and open your mouth, and if you were to stick your finger all the way down, you're still outside the body. And so how do things enter our body? It's through our skin or our mucous membranes from our nose down to our rectum. Mm-hmm. And that whole process is one of the main reasons that the portal of entry for things is what we're eating. We're eating 60 tons of food in our lifetime. Oh. Wow. 60 tons. And so it, it, the question is, what are you filling it with? What are you putting in it? That's, that's a lot of donuts. That's a lot of donuts. Well, when, you're, when your wife says you're full of crap, she's... It's, <laughs> that's only because you heard her
0: say that. So <laughs> we know that's a So there's, there's
2: truth there. It not only has to do with the 60 tons of food that you're eating in your lifetime. <laughs> okay,
0: great. Um, so probiotics are good for people most of the time. But there are a few that do such a good job
2: that they may not need it. Reasonable? Very reasonable, and it's important to keep in mind, um, as I was mentioning with the the gastrointestinal system being outside the body, the portal of entry is mainly our gut, which is why 70% of the immune system resides there. So that's where all different types of immune issues, such as allergies and things of that nature, and Mm -hmm. autoimmune disease, can be linked to dysbiosis and imbalances in the gut.
1: Okay, so let me flip the question around then. Is there anybody... It should absolutely not take a probiotic supplement
2: um there are certain ones um for instance there's a yeast that people will use sarcomyces boulardii um that's been known to cause systemic yeast infections um and fungal infections in people that are immune compromised um, so that's one that has been reported in case studies so it's one that i recommend avoiding for people that may be immune suppressed um but that's a, that's the key thing. You you've got to because again they are bacteria, but most of these are probiotics, which means that they only provide benefit. They're not harmful to the body. So while someone may be immune suppressed, the majority of them are good. But that's just one out of all the different probiotics that are available. That's one that I stay clear of because I don't know exactly who's using it, um, and so this person may be immune suppressed. And be like, hey, I'm going to take this, and then we create an issue. Um, so people that are very immunosuppressed, such as people with AIDS um, or people that have severe malnutrition in third world countries, you can create an issue doing that. Mm-hmm. Excellent.
0: Perfect. Dr. Bentley, thank you. My pleasure. A lot of cutouts there. Can't wait to get back to it. Yeah. And I thought Bellardi's was uh, an opera <laughs> singer.
1: Myself. And I thought it was an Italian restaurant. I don't know. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I'll, I'm not eating there, that's for sure.
1: But now I want a donut.
0: <laughs> okay. So probiotics cleans up a lot of our questions, right? But it also opens a
1: lot.
0: I thought it was decent. I didn't say anything about gas, so I think that's really
1: good. No, but I heard the word off-gas, and I want to revisit that at some point.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure what that means. So we asked Dr. Bentley some pretty key questions, a few things that we got out of it. I know yogurt was a a big issue, and I think that is going to be a lot of useful information. Mm -hmm. The idea of eating up to eight yogurts a day. I don't think many people are going to do that. Plus, uh, no. the calorie count alone is going to affect my waistline. Yeah, which I'm then you're going to look like it a is. donut. That's it. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, just what it helps. I mean, it seems like it's extensive, and I know that we're going to do another cutout show about um, the uh, brain and the nervous system and how it affects that. But probiotics seems to help a lot. Awfully important. And seems like it's a burgeoning new area.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think the takeaway that I had is, I think if I evaluate my overall habits, mm. lifestyle, exercise, what I eat, I mean, I I would put myself on the spectrum of trying to be as healthy as possible, eating mm. whole foods, things like that. But the reality is I fall short most of the time. Mm. And so I think that, at least for, for me personally, puts me in that category of a probiotic certainly wouldn't hurt and it probably would help With that gut balance that he talked about. Mm
0: -hmm. And and I'll put in one other thing that I learned a a long time ago being in the later 50s of my (laughs) um, my centurion uh, future. Olderness. Um, Yeah, but uh, probably about four or five years ago, I started to consistently use it. And one of the things that really convinced me is that it affects the absorption of other nutrients significantly up to 10%. Well, since i have there is no question nutritional health well-being and my recovery from workouts and and just life my capacity to be able to have energy Mm -hmm. and keep things has improved Mm -hmm. from consistent probiotic use but i think i'm also using one of the better types
1: yeah no that makes total sense yeah
0: and when you're that old you really (laughs) really need all the help you can get
1: we won't talk about being in our 40s then because you are past that well that's why i stopped roller derby because
0: yeah so probiotics necessary, more than likely, hopefully we answer a few questions. I think we got a few more shows on
1: that. I think we have a few more questions, yes. Yeah. So for those of you who heard Dr. Bentley talk about women who have delivered babies via cesarean section and or have um, formula fed their babies and how that impacts or relates to probiotics, uh, join us for the next session because we're going to talk about that in more detail.
0: Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger
1: humerian podcast
0: that's it spilling that's right. our guts
1: for the well-being of yours that's right thanks for having the guts to listen to the humerian health podcast if you have things you'd like to gut check send us an email at gutcheck at